Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well got a huge show in store for you tonight as we do always when do we not have a a very filled show a very filled show got to give a special shout out to my good friend craig Schilling for making an edit for me today uh <laughs> guys i gotta be honest I don't remember half the shit I say. I remember a lot of it. I remember the key points. But when I get to rambling and when I get pissed off or I start getting, you know, hot-headed like most Italians do, I can say it's, you know, it's not a bad thing to say. I can say it. I'm Italian. So, you know, I I start saying stuff. So, uh, in reference to Coach Jason Kelly, I want to thank Craig right off the top uh, for doing that. So, thank you so much. Uh, my friend, but we do have a good show in store, as I mentioned. LSU versus Mississippi State, something we're going to break down tonight and talk about tonight. Is that a key na- a key game nationally? I think LSU's out for blood. LSU's going to be out for blood. They're going to be out for some serious, serious revenge. Mississippi State, the victory against Mississippi State and possibly the blowout that LSU would want to go in there and, and, and do, that will put them back on, I say back on the map nationally, but it will get the talking heads off that ass. Like Glenn Gilbo, who wrote another article to, you know, yesterday about LSU and Ed Orgeron. As we do on every Tuesdays and Thursdays, hashtag AskBlake got the questions. Put them inside the comments. Hashtag AskBlake, put it there. Jared Joseph, my good friend Jared Joseph, the pride of Eunice. Is going to be in store, or is going to be joining us tonight at 7:20 p.m. Central Time for BR Proud News. Looking forward to having him on. And what we're starting off the top of the show with LSU's recruiting class 
sits at number one. We'll talk about some LSU recruiting as we got some good shows or good some good recruits that I think are going to be committing uh, at, at the end of this month, beginning of this month, and some that we're going to be keeping our eyes off of after we've been mentioning for quite some time. But before we get started, guys, as always, let's get to a couple of these comments. Uh, Blaine Smith says, let's do it. Ryan Gidry says, bam, we are live. That we are. Craig Schilling, the man that I was just talking about, to, uh, talking about says, and we are live. So does Danny on Facebook Live. Uh, Andrew says, go Tigers. A lot of go Tigers in here. Uh, Andrew says, also, Coach O going to lead us to another title. I believe that he can, uh, especially the way that he's recruiting. You know, I got into a debate yesterday about Ed Orgeron. You know, people saying Ed Orgeron can't recruit. <laughs> you stupid son of a guns. You're ignorant if you think Ed Orgeron's not not just a good recruiter, an elite recruiter, as they sit on top at the number one class. We'll get into that. Ryan Thibodeau, who sends us $2 via the Super Chat. Guys, we appreciate every time you guys send us uh, 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 the, the big bucks in the Super Chats, and he puts hashtag hold that tiger. Yeah, we're going to start off with recruiting, so let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this piece. This is the last show. Uh, I, I hate to say this. This is the last show before we go on vacation. Uh, I hate that we got to do that, but daddy daddy needs some time out. I'm like a peacock. You got to let me fly now. Need a little time off. Need to re refuel and rejuvenate. me. <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Uh, none better than good friends over at betonline.ag and GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, sent you by or stopped by at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline. Use your mobile device. Mobile betting is now legal inside the state of Louisiana. Sign up for BetOnline.ag. As the summer months continue to get hotter, so does BetOnline. You saw Floyd Mayweather with the mask. They are the most innovative in sports gambling today using that mobile device. So sign up. You'll get 50% off that first welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Carl Dunn says, what do you think uh, about the comments from Dare? Um, Talking about Dare Rosenthal. Um, You know... (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Carl, I'm not trying to, you know that I, you guys that, that have followed me and know me, know, uh, I tell you like it is. You're in here because I tell you like it is. I call out media. I call out coaches. I call out myself. I mean, I'll call anybody out. Um, I kind of want to, I kind of want to take a day to, um, Think about it. You know, I, I had this long Twitter post about it, and then I erased it. Um, this is what I'm going to say, and this is regardless if it is legal or not, whether, you know, you know the rules and regulations. 
Um, this is a part of what I was talking about last night with mental health, il- uh, mental health and mental illness. Not not saying Dare Rosenthal has that at all. I don't believe that he does. Um, but guys, even when I was at Southeastern, and you're going against guys like Fletcher Cox from Mississippi State, your body's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt tremendously. And guys, you you you, there's so many limited things you can or can take, and they don't work. Uh, I'm not condoning what he did. I understand it because I know the kid's hurting. Like, under understand what I'm telling you without telling you. The kid's hurting. The kid was hurting. Uh, but at some point, you got to know the rules. If you're hurt, you're hurt. So, I'm going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there because I don't think that I can say anything. Um, I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, my, our good friend Paul Bat says Glenn Gilbo can s hashtag s t t d b that he can, and he also sends his nine ninety nine on the super chat. Appreciate that, my good friend Ryan Thibodeau sends his five. He said I should have ha- I should have said hold them tigers, football and baseball guys. I told you when Jay Johnson was hired, um, he's going to put a football emphasis into uh, into recruiting, and now LSU's the number one class. Here's the thing, and let, I'm going to start here off with recruiting. As LSU per 247, uh, I don't follow Rivals recruiting. I think, with all due respect to Rivals, um, I do think that Rivals rankings are complete trash. I don't mean that in a wrong way. I've seen it. I've seen it too too much. I think that they hit on some. I think they bust a lot. I don't mean that in a wrong way. I'm just telling you what I believe. Per 247, LSU sits at the number one spot right now. Now, there are some commits as uh, Demario Tolan, the linebacker from Florida, commits. To every Miami fan, I want to say this. Now, I understand Blake Baker was a defensive coordinator when this happened, but he had a head coach that ran it kind of like Nick Saban, so he wasn't necessarily the defensive coordinator. I can confirm that. But Miami players said, or Miami players, Miami fans said that Blake Baker couldn't recruit. So let me pull out my handy-dandy notes here and say to this, your head coach and the recruits gave up, and players, gave up 62 points and 778 yards to the University of North Carolina. You said Blake Baker couldn't recruit at all, and all he did was is go into your backyard, he went into your state and pulled a recruit that you were after. As LSU sits on top at the number one class, I think that people have to understand, in reference to recruiting, it is a longer process. You only get one shot at this, meaning signing day and how things roll out and how things are done. Ed Orgeron had a struggle in the beginning of locking the state of Louisiana down. He did it in 2000. He started in 2017 and 18. It's really, really when it kind of started. Started locking it down. All of a sudden, 2019 happens. And now, players that LSU and Ed Orgeron want from the state are coming. 20 kids from the state of Louisiana have an offer right now in this upcoming recruiting class. And you're going to get kids from outside the state, as you do with Demario Tolan, as you, as I believe, speaking of Blake Baker, as I believe they will do with Harold Perkins, as I believe they will do with Sean Murphy. You're still going outside of the state and getting very talented kids. Harold Perkins, the linebacker from Texas, is also a five-star. That would mean 
uh, uh, Walker Howard, Will Campbell, Jacoby Matthews, Harold Perkins are all five stars coming to the state or coming to LSU. Now, I do feel that uh, they will drop one of those kids to a four-star because it's what 247 does. I'm going to say this. LSU should continue to do what they're doing, and they're going to be a top-three class. They're going to continue to do good things on the offensive line with Coach Ed Orgeron and Brad Davis. Fitzgerald West is a kid that's committing soon. I think that you get him. Emory Jones announced that he's committing on July the 30th. I believe that you're going to get him. So the offensive line is starting to shape up. You have Will Campbell. You have Bo Borderline. If Fitzgerald West commits, you'll have Fitzgerald West, who I believe will play center and be a damn good one, a position I played, will be a damn good center. Then you will have Emory Jones. So you'll have four really, really good offensive linemen committed in this class. There's something to be said about having the number one class and having a whole bunch of really good and talented kids and having a number one class and you got depth at positions, meaning that you're able to recruit the offensive line. You're able to recruit the D-line. You're able to get safeties and corners. You're able to have quarterback depth. That's what good recruiters do. They fill needs. They filled holes. And I don't care what a website tells me. So let me make this emphasis. Although I'm excited that LSU sits right now at the number one recruiting class in the country, I'm excited about that. But no website's going to tell me anything. You know what? You know who tells me how good a recruit is? Ed Orgeron. You know how I know that? Because we've seen time and time again, and you can crap on Ed all you want, Glenn Gilbo, but what you can't do is say that he didn't evaluate really good talent at Ole Miss. Look at the guys that went to the NFL after he left. All those recruits, Greg Hardy, um, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, Dexter McCluster, Jevin Snee, so many of those guys, he's a great evaluator of talent. He's doing that at LSU where you can get the elitist of talent across the country. I continue to th- I, I do think that LSU will not be done if they get Fitzgerald West and Emory Jones. They won't be done. Some players that we're going to be watching out for. Everybody, every single day, asks me about Quincy Wiggins. We'll see about Quincy Wiggins. I think Quincy Wiggins is going to be an LSU Tiger. That kid normally would go to the University of Alabama. I hear, um, and I've told some people around, and I've kind of kept this one a little quiet, so I'll say it here. I have already told some people um, that I heard and can confirm that Quincy Wiggins showed up to an Alabama football camp with purple shorts on. One of these five stars, though, is going to drop from 247, and you best believe my happy ass is going to be sitting here ready to go on that one. You better not drop these kids, and you better not drop a Louisiana kid. You better not drop them, especially when your recruiting evaluator hasn't been in the state in over a year. Didn't know that one, did you? Yeah, there's recruiting services that rate these guys. Some of them don't even come to your state. By the way, they drop. The, his huddle film showed me he missed a tackle when he ran from the other side of the field. Bro, that wasn't even him. Uh, Bob says, boom, four-star linebacker. That is right. Uh, Ryan says, I'm not a, not a peacock. I am a peacock. You got to let me fly. Um, me and my wife are talking. We might have a show this upcoming, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, depending on when we come back from, the, uh, from our vacation. No, I'm not telling you where I'm going on vacation. Not yet. 
Uh, Justin Simpson says, 2021-2022 will be very special for LSU, and I'm ready to run through a brick wall for these Tigers. Guys, again, this is, this is, okay, at the end of the day, this is what Ed Orgeron is good at. Now he's got the staff behind him. So earlier this week, I talked about LSU staff being explosive. They're going to be explosive because they're innovative in what they do. Ed can't do it alone, but he sure as shit can recruit and evaluate. Jake Peets, uh, Durante Jones, Andre Carter, who I think is about to make some pops um, in recruiting. Um, we already know about Corey Raymond. For the love of God, Corey Raymond. I mean, come on, man. Brad Davis is going to flip. Is going to probably try to flip a kid or two. <laughs> Guys, what you going to do if LSU – and look, James Craig needs some credit for what he did, what he did and built relationships with these kids. Brad Davis is going to put it over the top. Just going to let you know that right now. Billy Wright, what's up, Billy? He says, hashtag tell the truth, Blake. Um, going to try. Going to try. As I always should and do. Uh, Stanley Polky, our good friend, says 247 Composite is the best way to go. It uses all different rankings and gets an average. I do agree. You know, Shea, um, um, uh, Shea Dixon, I, I didn't understand the composite rankings. I never understood the composite rankings. I started asking questions on Twitter, and I appreciated Shay for being able to talk me through it, right? Like, and because I'm not a subscriber, I had no idea. We had a Twitter interaction where I was like, man, I just don't understand it. I mean, what does the composite mean? Stanley is right here when he says it is all the services. It's ESPN Rivals and 247 that combine them to make a composite score. What I don't like about that, though, is, is because recruiting is based off of money. And people are going to drop individuals down when, you know, hey, this kid's not committed. So let's make him a a higher four-star, maybe even a five-star. Guys, in 2017 and 2018, of those two recruiting classes, those top 32 recruits in the top 32, none of them got drafted from that 2016 class. I shouldn't say none. I think it was 28 of the 32 did not get drafted in this last NFL class. That's a big deal. So we talk about four stars. We talk about five stars. Guys, I trust Ed Orgeron's evaluation on how he does things, a.k.a. Clyde Edwards, Elair, and Justin Jefferson. I've talked about that at nauseum. Guys, we're episode 280, 282 in this thing. And we know, I know we did the episodes before, before we came back, before we were live, baby. A couple more. We're going to get to our good friend Jared Joseph. From BR Proud News. The pride of Eunice, says Zach Pearson. We'll see, man. We'll see. Are we going to have a Eunice off? Are we going to have a Eunice off? That probably didn't sound right, did it? I don't know. We'll ask Jared. A couple more. Uh, Paul Bat says, I will continue to support my bro, Rafino. Blake's show reminds me of old BR Sports. I appreciate that, my man. I appreciate that. Um, and Kenny says, Blake Baker going to f- go on fishing and caught in some huge fish and the uh, convicts, Kane fans, can't deal with it. Yeah, I mean, that that was an epic troll job, right? Like, I mean, you go fishing in Florida, you show it up. All right, last one, we'll get to Jared. Uh, Harold Wood says, can't wait to be at the Rose Bowl September the 4th. Are you going, Blake? I, I'm going to say this, and you're going to rip me on Twitter about it. 
I got to ask my wife first. <laughs> Is that bad? Like, I got to ask my wife first? We'll see. Guys, we do the post-game show. We'll see. All right, let's let's do this. Let's pay some bills, and then we'll get to Jared Joseph. Guys, I had a call today about a good friend, uh, John Pat over at GMFH Mortgage, saving individuals so much money. Guys, we're starting our renovation now. Here, we got the walls up. We got the framing. We're getting ready to go. And my trust, the AYS Trust, is in my good friend John Patton over at GMFS. If you want to save money on your mortgage, call him today. If he can't do anything better for you, the worst thing that can happen is, is he tells you, hey, I can't do anything. You're locked in really good. Give him a call today and our good friends over at the, uh, uh, <laughs> the Drake Edwards Law Firm. Give him a call as well. Guys, you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even want to do a cash-out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with Mr. John Patton at GMFS Mortgage today. Purchase, refinance, build, renovate. Nobody can do a better job for you today. 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. Tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS. Since you own buying our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, go to drakewilliamslawfirm.com. DWIs, real estate successions, anything that you need, the Drake Williams Law Firm is equipped to to handle any Uh-oh. Anyway, Drake Williams Law Firm, they're able to handle anything that you do. My video went out. Of course it did. We're about to go on vacation and it went out. All right, let's get to our good friend Mr. Jared Joseph from BR Proud News. Jared I got to ask you, I see, I made a mistake. I said, we're going to have a Unisoft. It didn't sound good. Right. But, <laughs> but Zach Pearson said it's for the pride of Eunice. I, man, listen, I, I will represent the three, three, seven to my best. <laughs> we, we can't have a Unisoft. They only got 10,000 people. in <laughs> A trip to Walmart is like a, you call someone up, you boy, let's go to Walmart. So you can't have a Unisoft. We ain't got enough people to beef like that. So, do you take a bus if you live in Eunice? Do you t- everybody take a bus to Walmart? Is that what is that what everybody does? Because it's it's no, so you far. Just, you just you just hit up your boy. You get in the back of the truck and you just head down the street. You know, go down West Laurel. You'll find your way there. I gotta admit. So I, you know, I know Zach played at LSU Eunice. I had cousins that played at LSU Eunice. When I'm on the way to Eunice, I'd never been there before. I was like, you know, Jeff Willis, we're going to see the great LSU E play. And I'm like, look, there's a rice field. Oh, wait, there's another rice field. So, look, you know, there's not a lot in Eunice, but some great baseball. So maybe we'll talk about that tonight about LSU E and Jeff Willis. Jared, I appreciate you joining the show. I'm grateful. Everybody that has a question for Jared, hit us with the hashtag AskJared inside the comments. Man, look, we're very close to football season, and I really love your take, and I want to get your take on this. Jared, I think that this team team can go nine and three at at like bare minimum. I think this team could even be looking at getting into a playoff. I know that I can work myself up to get me there, but what what says you? What do you think this team is looking forward to this season when it comes to the win loss column? I I I'd reckon nine three, maybe ten two, but that all all heavily depends on health. I don't think LSU would have stayed at five and five last year had Miles Brennan been healthy. I mean the offense was clicking with him at quarterback even from game one. I mean, I know they were overshadowed by seeing the great KJ Costello go off on them, but <laughs> you have to remember that Miles Brennan still went out there and put up numbers in that game one of the season, similar to Joe Burrow in 2019's game one. So this offense could be dominant. It could be productive and give you some resemblance of 2019. It all just depends on health. And 
I do think it's possible, but there are a lot of moving parts here. You have a lot of coaches who are unproven, but I do think they're going to impact morale above all else. Uh, Durante Jones, I, I've loved him from the beginning. I can, you know, I'll be biased and say that. I mean, <laughs> from, from from the beginning, he, he's shown an essence and a personality that seems to be what this LSU football team and locker room needs. And to go even further, I heard from the beginning before even spring camp had started that, you know, I won't disclose the linebacker, but I heard a linebacker who was raving about Durante Jones' intellect yeah. and his personality and how much, you know, they already see, I guess, a light at the end of the tunnel before spring ball had even started. So I think you're going to see that carry over into the season as well. Jared, let's, so let's stay there. Let's stay on the defensive side first and talk about Durante Jones. The biggest thing for me, and I have came on post-game shows, I talked about it all last season, I talked about it this season. I've, t- I've talked to some players about the communication. Look, Jared, they were even in the spring game. They didn't show a lot, but they would line up in man or line up in zone very last second. They would come up in man. They would line up in man at very last second. They would go back in coverage. And look, you got three interceptions when you did that. Communication was a big deal and a big problem while we saw guys like KJ Costello go off in game one. I know that you're hearing things from players, coaches, and stuff like that. Do you hear the same thing about communication on the back end has gotten so much better? And look, we're not even into the summer camp yet. Are you hearing the same? I have not heard that, you know, communication has been like immensely better, but I will tell you it's showing. And I do think that the scheming will be a lot more beneficial towards them. If you remember Bo Pelini, he, he didn't have a good track record of defense after leaving LSU coming into that season. And a myriad of people had seen how complex the defense had been to where they didn't know what to do because they were frozen with so many mental processes going on pre-play, uh, mid-play, post-play. But I do think that the communication will be better. I can't tell you, you know, I've heard they're going to be so much more communicative and that they're going to be better under Durante Jones in that aspect. I just can, you know, the pr- proof is in the pudding. And if the pudding has three picks, I think you're in good company. I, I agree with that. So we do have some questions flying in from some people. Ryan Thibodeau says that he's actually an honorary citizen of the of Eunice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I DJ for a special event with DJ Chark. Uh, Stephen Frey, our good friend, says, Hashtag Ash Jared, let's go in 50-50 to bring back Jimbo's. Is Jimbo's a big thing in Eunice? If Jimbo's had like, some overpriced burgers, bro. I don't <laughs> want to go back over there. <laughs> Pearson said the same exact thing. I got I, no, so like, No, like the only time I've been to Jimbo's was one time because they gave you a discount if you had an LSUE student ID. And I'm like, well, I'll try it one time. And it's not worth <laughs> I hear you. I think that Craig brings up an interesting question here. He says, hashtag Ask Jarrett, who's a player that you think will have a breakout season that maybe no one's talking about right now? I know that it's a tough question. Look, mine mine is Jay Ward. Like, I know that some people are talking about Jay Ward, but I've mentioned on this show multiple times, I am the CEO, fan president of his fan club, right? Like, I think that the kid is going to go out there and be lights out. I like what he did against Florida. I mean, and Jarrett, to me, I mean, he won you two games. He won you one in Arkansas. Look what he did at Florida. Line it up against Kadarius Toney and ha- and having a lot of the pass breakups and the interception. But is there someone to you right now that stands out? That you could mention or say would be someone that's a surprise? No. For some reason, my gut want to says want to scream, Coy Moore, maybe he'll be that surprise wide receiver for you. Right. Who could be a compliment wide out to how Keishon Butte may explode. 
And that, that might be my bank for you. It might be Corey Moore just to see, you know, how he'll react to this new offense with Jake Peets and DJ Mangus. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, look, I'm not coming off my Jay Ward. I got I to gotta admit. I got to admit. But, right, look, look, he, he did good things. What up, Zach? Shout out, man. <laughs> I got I got to put it out there. Zach Pearson's in here. Look, I, call, I called him out. I said, look, man, you got to be here. And, and our man's here. Uh, Jared, let's go to the offensive side of the football. Look, Jake Peets is a guy that a lot of people said, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Look, we can look at with our eyes and look what the spring game told us. And we can look at what the spring game showed us. I'm not big on the spring game. Look, I, I think that there's too much vanilla in a spring game. But I did like what I saw, though, especially from the wide receivers and the running backs. And look, a lot of them were injured. I know that people are concerned, but what is your level of concern, if any, on Jake Peets in this offense coming up this season? I don't have a – what? Can I go less than zero? I mean, <laughs> it, 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 my only concern would be health. And, I mean, I know at some point the quarterback quarterback battle may get brought up and you'd consider who would it be, Miles Brennan or Max Johnson. But that's what it will come down to. And, unfortunately, they did lose, of course, uh, Derek Rosenthal – He's gone off the team. You have Cam Y, who's a suitable backup, who will be able to step in. That might be your only issue is the offensive line because you're bringing back the same line that had protection issues last year. Is that more of a, a coaching issue, a communication issue as well? That's something you need to look into. But the offense, I'm not entirely worried about it. You're bringing back talented wide receivers. You're bringing back a talented running back backfield. And I do think no matter who's that quarterback, that they can be successful. I agree with that. And, you know, look – there's a lot of debate on my show from fans about, you know, we got Miles's camp. We got we got Max's camp. Now, I got to be honest, you know, we kind of, I don't want to say not broke news, but look, I'm hearing things that he's separating himself, meaning Max Johnson. But I do think it's going to be a battle. Um, to you, if you were Jake Peets, if, if, if you were the OC right now, and I don't want to put you on the spot, um, but if it were you – Who's Jared Joseph going with? Who would your guy be to try to lead you back to the college football playoff? Max Johnson. And, I mean, you said me if I'm Jake Peets, but the real question is if I'm Coach O, because he, he has the final say <laughs> on that, of course. Yeah, true. If, if you entered spring camp and you think about what Coach O said, you know, one dude has the lead because he finished the season 2-0. and That was, of course, Max Johnson. And – I'm not trying to pick at him. I'm just saying that a lot of people made memes out of how Miles Brennan looked in a few pictures. <laughs> I'm, I'm not picking. I'm just saying that's exactly what what I saw in my timeline, what I saw on social media, where people were trying to question his shape and right. saying he was thick but with more than one C. So I'm just here to say <laughs> that. I'm just here to say that. Miles Brennan has history. He has barely a couple of games. He, he tried to tough it out after Mizzou. Of course, that didn't right. go too well. They went to uh, after that TJ Finley, but then Max Johnson finishes up the season 2-0. So Coach O loves one thing above all else, and that's winning and winning ways and minimizing turnovers, take care of the football. And if you look at it, you want a quarterback who can run mm -hmm. and who provides that for you better, Miles Brennan or Max Johnson? Max all day. You know, and, and, and twice on Saturday. You know, they say twice on Sunday, but in this case, twice on Saturday. Jared, I, I want to get to name, image, and likeness with you because I think it's a good thing to, about college football. 
Uh, but I got to say, my favorite meme <laughs> of the Miles Brennan thing was, you know, remember the Booger McFarlane. This kid's one, uh, Kelvin, uh, uh, I forget his last, Kelvin Benjamin is one Popeye's biscuit away <laughs> from being a tight end. <laughs> I got to admit, that was my favorite meme of the Miles Brennan. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. I do want to get to name image and likeness with you. I got to do I had to do it. I want to get to name image and likeness with you. Look, I'm I'm a I'm a former player, high school collegiate, and I'm a big proponent for name image and likeness. Everybody is freaking out. At least some portions of the of college football fans are freaking out. The analogy, Jared, that I've given is that you don't even have a hundred players in football. I might add you that have signed name, image, and likeness deals, and you have a close to one hundred thirty thousand student athletes that are playing D one football. Are people making this more of a big deal in your mind right now? And how do you feel? about name, image, and likeness being passed. And, look, we're not even two weeks – we're not even a full week into it or a little over a full week into it. I think people need to shut up. <laughs> you Listen, and I'll, I'll use a non-football example, but Zion Williamson is the most recent, you can say, of someone who would have banked in. In the NCAA tournament, March Madness, somebody was assigned to be a Zion cam. Right. Exactly. This man is so talented. He's generating someone a job, and he's not getting any payout of it <laughs> that we know of. So, so my thing is, y'all are making a bigger deal out of it in the worst sense. Like this is what players are just do. You can imagine how I know. You know, he always was talking about money, but Johnny Manziel, that boy would have been paid had NIL I been know. in place during his time, and rightfully so. You can't you can't benefit off of these players who are busting their butt. And yes, I know you can beat it to death, you know, get an education, you get, you know, a free ride. But I've had family who's gone to college in different athletics on free rides and that money isn't enough. But also, I don't know how I would feel if I see my jersey being sold or I see my name on a billboard, you know, across a city that I'm playing in and I'm not benefiting from it. In this city and maybe even across the country, if I'm that good, I'm a celebrity to a degree. I'm going to be a celebrity and I get paid. Like, like, listen, you, you, you don't, you don't give me a status and I give me the, the, the density that comes with it. Like, Bingo. like Bingo. if I, if you were about to have a crawfish boil, why are you going to bring me a big pot and not the crawfish? Why am I not eating? That's, that's my thing. And for, for someone to say that it's going to ruin college football, it won't. Because the thing is, the same schools that have been getting the top athletes still will. Because why? Those top schools always had the top brands. And that especially includes LSU. And LSU fans, you should not be upset or complain at all. If anything, this helps you. Did you see that NILSU drop video? They were ready for it. They were ready for it. So you don't have to worry about if this is going to affect them and get recruits away from them. This may be the, the biggest boost they could ever get. This may get them pulled, you know, away from Nick Saban in, in Alabama just because I don't know a better brand in the way LSU can flex in social media and presence. I mean, in 2019, everyone remembers the dominant run on the field, but everyone also remembers the branding and all the hype videos. And you don't have the same people in there, but you have some new faces who are really generating great content for the university and getting those talented players on there. And also remember, not every single person is going to get paid. And if your additional argument is that, you know, what if some players get jealous? Listen, 
them is the breaks. The cookie crumbles different ways. Sometimes you don't get a bigger a bigger piece of the pie that you might like, and not everybody gets the big piece of chicken out of out of it, out of the, the container either. It's just how it goes. People, if you bust your butt and you don't get paid for it, I have a problem with it. So I've always been for hoping players get their name, image, and likeness, and I hope you know, too soon have NCAA back in my hand so I can play it on my Absolutely. PS5. Preach on it. You know who got the bigger piece of the pie was Miles Brennan uh, during the soft season. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, I agree with you. Look, w- there was a study done about Joe Burrow and about how much money LSU made hovering around the $53 million mark off the making money off of his name at $53 million. You mean to tell me – that a guy is getting paid less from the NFL now than what LSU profited off of his name in 2019. Oh, and by the way, by the way, Jared, and I agree with you here too, the the name, image, and likeness, the billboard in Times Square, by the way, I did the research on it, for one day or one week, they, it's, it's time slotted per week, is $1.2 So they dropped $1.2 million for a week. So I, I just want to let people understand that. Uh, last one, Jared, and we'll get you out of here. You've been great. We do have the NBA Finals. We don't talk about the NBA Finals a lot. I know you. we're going to be watching it. I got to be honest. I think the Bucks are going to win tonight. I think that just something in my gut is telling me you got to watch out for Milton. You got to watch out how Giannis is going to react. Something just in my gut. Now, I see you kind of got a little bit of a grimace. Tell me mm-hmm. why you think it's going to be the Suns tonight. Because there's no pick and roll that the Suns can't score on. And I think True. you have Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, you have Devin Booker, and you have key pieces like Jay Crowder sitting there in the corner. I don't, I, I don't think that the Bucks win until they're back in Milwaukee and they're already down two nothing. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to die on that hill if somehow Giannis goes off for like forty and fifteen. I think if he does that, the Bucks would win by like three or four. Mm-hmm. I just think that the Suns have the edge. I think Giannis, if he's healthy, is the best player on the floor. But I think. You can go the next two to three to four are going to be right there in Phoenix and Chris Middleton. I'm not going to sit here and rely on the inconsistent Middleton. Like, I agree with that. I, I know he can put up 20 in a quarter, but I need at least 25 a game, and he doesn't do that consistently for you. And there's always the argu- argument about him being the Batman of the real, the real Batman of the team, or at least a good Robin to the Batman of Giannis. But he's not consistent. Chris Paul has gone from the distributor to the dominator. I'm not going to – like, he he is trying to seize the moment. He came out in game one and was, you know, going to work and even post-game talking to Malika Andrews and trying to act like he didn't right. know that he had the tape up on his hand. Like, we couldn't – I just – first, I wanted to say for a second <laughs> to the Phoenix Suns training staff, that little old towel you put up there, acting like we didn't see that it was taping I know. Up I know. Everybody on, and their mama saw it, my guy. There's no reason y'all had to hide that. But all that to say, I do think Phoenix takes game two. I think they hold serve at home. And if they don't, it'll take a Herculean effort for from Giannis and, and Middleton. I don't think it'll take just one. I think it'll take both. And I know they started Suns and five. You tripping. Suns and six. I think, I think the Bucs <laughs> Suns and six. As much as I'm trashing on Milwaukee, don't don't count out a two-time MVP defensive player of the year. Like once he gets home, he gets home. And my thing is, Giannis is fearless, Mm -hmm. and he don't come off as it. But people destroyed Ben Simmons, me along with it, that he didn't want to take the shot. He didn't want to get fouled. Giannis will shoot an air ball and go back and shoot it again. He won't care. 
he'll I take know. the shot. And because of that, I think that pushes this series to six. But tonight, I think Phoenix takes a 2-0 lead. And if I'm wrong, it's because Giannis and Middleton decided to become uh, not Batman and Robin. If you watch anime, they may be Goku and Vegeta. But that, that may be <laughs> <laughs> right there. Okay. Just know, just know, you know, it's a Thursday night. AYS people get a little tipsy around here. If the Milwaukee Bucks win, we're going to be going back on fourth on Twitter. That's all I'm saying. But you can't call uh, uh, but look, if the sun if the Suns win, I'm gonna be asleep. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm not gonna reply. But if I win, I'm gonna be a sore. Lo- I'm gonna be a sore winner. I'm gonna tell you that. Look, 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 man. If, if you find your way to some crown or something, that's your shoe. All I'm gonna say is, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna watch and let the cards fall where they may. If I gotta take some flack for saying Suns winning tonight, I'll do it. But that's the hill I'm gonna die on. And I hope they got some good food on that hill because I'm going to be there for a while. Jared, tell everybody where they can catch you. You've been fantastic. We'll have to bring you again soon. But tell everybody where they can catch you at and all your stuff and all your social media. Right. Well, thank you. Of course, I'm with uh, WVLH. That's WGMB. You can find my content, all of our content, on brproud.com. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Jared P. Joseph and the rest of our BR, our Go Nation crew as well with Brian Hall and Chester Boucher and Brooke Kirchhofer. You can find all of us kind of around a little bit on Twitter. We're providing you with some great content with LSU Southern and the Saints. And, look, it's been a joy being on here, and y- y'all give us some follows, and we'll be sure to give you our best. Thanks, brother. We'll talk again soon. Y'all have a good night, and y'all have a good weekend. Thank you, man. You too. I appreciate it. No problem. That is Jared P. Joseph with BR Proud News. Absolutely fantastic, guys. Absolutely fantastic. I told you last night he'd be awesome. Uh, great guy to have on. And, he look, he, he likes to come in here. He, he had, we had some fun. Uh, it was fun to have Jared on. Uh, Craig Schilling says, hashtag ask Jared, can Blake fly like a peacock? Can peacocks fly? Like, can peacocks legitimately fly? I don't know that. Harold says, we have a lot of O-line players that were great coming out of high school, hoping that we can get them ready. Uh, I think that they will, and I think that they're fine. I think that they're fine. You know, I heard this idiotic uh, comment today about the concern of the O-line again. Again, let me just say this. You can have talent at positions, but if last year showed you anything, guys, LSU last year had a lot of unproven talent. You've got to have experience going into this game and going into the SEC. If you don't have experience, you're you more times than not, you're going to get your ass whipped. Okay, you're going – Alabama, everybody likes to compare themselves. The times that they didn't win the national title, they had the younger teams on their uh, on their staff – or youngest players and youngest teams on Saban's and Saban's tenure. Sorry uh, for the tongue twister there. The times that Alabama has won the national titles, they have been an older team and had a lot of more experienced players. That should tell you something. Like that legitimately should tell you something experience matters. I say all that to say this. Again, you do not know without it beyond a shadow of a doubt what each position is going to give you. You haven't seen them on the field yet. Like, for an example, I'm going to use this kid's name. I think he's going to be a good star. I think he's going to be a good wide receiver. We don't know what Chris Hilton's going to give you. We We don't know what he's going to give you in the long term either. We have to let that play out a little bit. Even though we know that he's going to be a really good player, you got to see what he's going to do for you this year. Uh, Mark says, hashtag ask Blake, can Odell come back with that money now? You know, that's interesting. You know, that that's really interesting. Um, 
it's still elite. Not, I, but it's technically illegal, but there's no criminal charge. You still can't go up to a player and give them cash. Okay, you got to have a business. You got to have an LOC that can fu- trust me. We've looked into this because we want to bring some guys on and and let them flaunt their stuff. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, someone gets sponsored, we want to have them on, but we got to be careful with that. But no, I do think it's interesting, right? Like, I do think it's interesting that Odell gets banned for a couple of years, and now name, image, and likeness is in there. Lift that shit, man. But, but, understand, you can't be on the sidelines being drunk and belligerent either. Okay, like Odell admitted to LSU officials that he was belligerent and drunk. Like, they, I mean, they didn't have to say that either because they already knew they were on the sidelines when his words were, were like slurring. Okay, you can't be on the sidelines drunk. Um, TJ says, let's get T-Bob on the show. We can ask. Um, Ryan says, they are loud. What's loud? Uh, Craig Schilling says, Jared was great. Yeah, I like Jared a lot, man. He's a good dude. Uh, Florence says, great show. I appreciate that. Uh, Jacob Marceau says, JJ is starting out hot. Catcher from Sanford and flamethrower from San Francisco. Yeah, he's starting, again, he's starting off very hot. Starting off very hot. Um, I forgot to talk about this, too, um, and then we'll kind of wrap it up as we go on this vacation, me and my wife and my son, Ben. Um, Look, I think that LSU, and I'm kind of transitioning here, but this LSU-Mississippi State game, the first SEC game uh, for LSU this year, I think it's going to – guys, I really do believe it's going to be another bloodbath. I think LSU will be out for revenge. A lot of those players return and remember the humiliation. The coaching staff and the players remember Mike Leach, his post-game press conference, the yapping that he was doing. I fully expect it to be a bloodbath. I – I have I heard from a player yesterday. I, I kind of mentioned this. I kind of didn't, but I, I'll, I'll share this. A player told me yesterday that there have been talks between amongst the players that this is the revenge tour. They're pissed off. You know, like you, we act like these kids don't watch social media. Should they? No. But do they? Yes. It's going to be a revenge tour, and I think that they're going to lay it the smack it down on that candy ass. Craig Schilling says McDonald's bags are NIL approved. They are, which is so crazy. Um, You know, like, I remember Bruce Pearl with the hot dog weenie on the grill and the player that was there. Guys, he had too many hot dog weenies on the grill, and he got, got, you know, when he lied about it. Um you know, guys, I don't know. Uh, Stephen Frey says, we had the Rock narrate, narrate a hype video. Doesn't get much better than that. LSU ha- has that Lewis Reed, Irvin, Miami swagger year in and year out. Uh, like it or not, hashtag DBU. They do have that um, They do have that swagger, right? Like, they do have – look, we had Warren Sapp on the show. You guys remember that episode. I'll go go on YouTube, find it. It was in the guest segment. We had Warren Sapp. We talked about that, and he hinted at – and we what we talked about specifically was is that – like how he can feel the – Ed or that like that swag coming back. Ed is trying to recreate that. Can he – we don't know that yet. But well, not when you have Rudy Poos out there like Glenn. I like Glenn. Like off the all the sports talk, I think Glenn's a good dude. You might not like me saying that. Actually, I know Glenn's a good dude. 
You know, like your friends with Glenn, I feel like he's the one guy you could call to help you come change your tire if you're broke down on the side of the road. But he just writes some Rudy Pooh shit. Um, Dwayne D says, hashtag Ask Blake. Will Wade said Jay Johnson was meticulous in preparation and was very impressed. Said he will get. Uh, said he will do great things. You know who also is meticulous is Will Wade. Tell me that they don't have a feel, especially what they're doing with the roster. I stole that from from. I stole that take from a buddy. But it's true though, like the same, the same kind of feel that Will Wade did when he purged the the roster had some talented guys. Well, Will Wade didn't have more ta- talented guys like a Dylan Cruz, a, a Trey Morgan, a da- Gavin Du guy who I think is going to come back. Um, he didn't have that, but they have that intensity to him, don't they? See, this is what happens when you get piss and vinegar young coaches coming in here, uh, rock hard, ready to go. I don't mean that. Um, they are, He is. Dude is ready to rumble. A couple more we'll get out of here. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag ask Blake who gets sponsored by McDonald's at Tennessee. Would be, would be freaking hilarious. Would be freaking hilarious. I don't think Tennessee will allow that to happen. They'll tell the kid, you know, go get Burger King. Go get something. Don't do that. Ryan Gidry says, you said if they could fly. I know a peacock is loud. Oh, I got you. I, you guys have never seen the uh, the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mike Wahlberg, uh, Mark Wahlberg. He's like, you, I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. I've never seen that. Tiki Tac Taco, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> I'm going to put it up there. I can't answer that question. Uh, Cedric Ross, what's up? Cedric says, hello, guys. What's up, Blake? Not much, my friend. We're just about to wrap up the show, the last show of the week before we go on vacation. I really don't want to log off, get off the air, uh, but we kind of have to. Uh, Stephen Frey says, hashtag ask Blake, what's Jay Johnson's lineup one through five? Let's act like Gavin Dugas stays. I think I don't know if he's going to keep Dylan Cruz in the one in the one hole. I don't think that he will. Um, but let's just say hypothetically he does. I think Dylan Cruz liked a lot the um, the fact that he was in that leadoff spot. So let's you know let's just hypothetically, and then this is in no specific order, but this is maybe how I would do it. I would go Trey Morgan one. I would go Jacob Berry two, um, or maybe Dylan Cruz, but Dylan Cruz three, Gavin Dugov four, K Doty five. Um, and there there are the transfers that come in. What do you do with the transfers? Um, so that's my five guys. Those kids are, there's got all those guys are returning. I mean, Jacob Barry's the only guy that wasn't on your team, but hit 17 home runs in the pac 12. He's going to hit a, he's going to hit a lot in the SEC and LSU. This team's going to hit. God, I, I, I'm not trying to poo poo on Alex Malazzo. If you can't hit, you will not play. You understand? You can't hit. You won't play. There is no other if, ands, or buts about it. I don't care if Pudge Rodriguez was behind the plate when you're hitting 132. When you're hitting 132, you have no business being in the lineup. Understand understand that. Well, Blake, he, he you know, he he threw up 50% of his runners. What's your point? He also didn't get a hit in the entire month of May. Or got one hit in the entire month of May. I mean, 
think about that. Um, I see what uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, what about Bianco? If Bianco continues to stay hot, I mean, you could put him above Doty. But, I mean, you're going to put Bianco above Doty, who was hitting over 300? I mean, guys, Bianco, six. Jordan Thompson, seven. I mean, Gio, look, Gio's coming back. What do you do in center field? What do you do at second? You know, um, Jay Johnson talked about that he thinks that Jacob Berry's going to play third. So that moves K. Doty over to second. Does that make Zach Arnold leave? Do you keep uh, 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 Drew Bianco in center? I keep Drew Bianco in center. I think that kid's electric. He's one of my favorite players just by the way that he plays. You got Cruz in right. You would have Duga in left. Guys, this lineup's going to be filthy with experience and talent uh, to the point where this team can make a push to Omaha. They got to have the arms, though. They got to have the arms. You know, defense ha- has. Um, I see this, but. Defense and base, defense and pitching in baseball. If you can do those two things and hit like this team's going to hit, you're going to win a lot of games. Uh, Derek Street says you can do a live show from your phone. Yeah, but look, we've brought a, a quality to the show that a phone's not going to bring. I, I get it. We might do something in the morning every here and there. We might do some videos, go live, drink some coffee, and talk. But in reference to an actual show, it's not going to be numbered. It's not going to be episode one eight one two eight three and stuff like that. We're not. I'm not going to do that. All right, let's get out of here, guys. I love you. We'll see you soon. We're going on vacation. Uh, We leave tomorrow night. So uh, I love each and every one of you. It's going to be a long week for me uh, because I don't get to see you and talk to you guys. I don't actually see you, but uh, I guess I do in the comments. But I don't get to talk to you. It's going to be shitty. Just joking. It's going to be lovely. Uh, It's going to be lovely. All right, guys. We'll see you all soon. See you in a week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.